So in addition to the information covered in this episode, I did watch the live broadcast by CZ that we talk about is going on while we're doing the episode, but we couldn't watch it at the same time. He recommends that everybody shut off those API keys and reset their two-factor authentication in Binance. So if you have a Binance account, we didn't say it in the episode, but it is very important to get that information out there that you go turn off your two-factor authentication and then immediately turn it back on. And then also, if you have any of those third-party trading platforms that are messing with your uh, Binance, take away their keys and then either re-enable them or just stop using them altogether. So if you want to hear all about this Binance hack, the episode starts now. What's up, everybody? And welcome to an episode that we haven't had a style of in a while. It is a basic blitz episode. What a basic blitz is means there's a story that was so important that we didn't feel like it could wait until flagship Friday. And we decided to jump on and just fire off a quick little episode of the Crypto Basic Podcast. I'm here with Adam. He was the only one still awake when we decided to get this episode going. Kareem is a, is a, uh, is a morning person. So Adam Levy, welcome to the first basic blitz you're a part of. Hello, how are you doing? This is uh, interesting. We're here for uh, an, uh, an odd reason, but you know, maybe not the best reason, but it's still, we're here. We're here to report on it. Yep. We wanted to talk about the Binance hack. And a lot of people have probably noticed that this happened. Binance has confirmed it. Everything is out there. So basically, Binance was hacked of a ton of Bitcoin today. It was over, it was either over or exactly 7,000. Uh, 7,000 Bitcoin was taken, which in one transaction. And the transaction is in the show notes, it's on the blockchain. But uh, they, yeah, they managed to get that out of Binance, which is about 2% of their total Bitcoin holdings, which is a lot of money. And at today's prices, that's right around 4 Mil or four four million or forty million? Holy forty million. Hang on, let me let me do the math here. What is <laughs> seven? We did 000? it already because we actually were talking. Yeah. Uh, see, now you we get to watch you do the math. Uh, I just no, did it. It's, it's forty two million. Yeah, forty forty two million. Because I don't know how to do math. It's a lot. It it's a lot. That's what I should have went with our standard response. Yeah, it's a lot. $42 million. Now, it's not quadriga a lot, but it's still up there. I mean, that is a massive amount of money to be hacked. And first, we're going to say... Also, quadriga what, wasn't really a hack. This was just kind of... Yeah, this that is was a, a theft. A large, you know, one fell swoop kind of uh, move. Yeah. So, what do you need to do as a user? What, what does this mean to you? I'm going to tell you that right away so you can quit this episode if you don't want to hear any of the other reasons. It probably means you don't have to do anything. Um, the chance that you were hacked is low, but this was an entire attack on users, not on the exchange itself. Assuming Binance isn't lying about this, which I don't believe they are. So this was from people stealing API keys and people getting like passwords from phishing and that kind of thing. And they took this all out at the same time. So what is, what is an API key? 
Well, an API key is like, you know those things that you can sign up with that do the trades for you or like, oh, or the arbitrage master or whatever they are, right? They can go into your Binance account and do the trades. That is an API. You're letting that thing into your Binance account. And some version of that was hacked. Now, we don't know which one. We don't know how much. Deposits and withdrawals have been suspended on Binance. Uh, and CZ, of course, Adam, has assured the community. Oh, was this a layup to me? That all the yeah. funds are safe? Oh, okay. Well, there was no hand movement. There was no, uh, and, you know, what do you say? Uh, yeah, so... All the funds oh, were are they safe, safe, Adam, or are they safe? Safe funds. Funds actually, are safe. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, they're safe, uh, and they've already. I guess the Binance staff has already said. CZ has stated that they're going to pay back the seven thousand Bitcoin in full. And now, what's crazy is. <laughs> that is a chunk of what I mean. Binance in general, what what is Binance worth as a whole? Are they they're like a few billion? They said it was two percent of their total Bitcoin holdings. Yeah. So think about that. That's not even two percent of their profit. I mean, hold that on, is, hold that on. is two percent. Now of let's have. now let's do the math. That means they have three hundred and is it two percent? So yeah, three hundred fifty k. Three hundred and fifty. They have two point one billion in crypto. <clears throat> or in Bitcoin at least. Yeah. So that's just Bitcoin. So obviously Binance going down would be the worst thing in the world. Their security is pretty good. And <laughs> the the funds are safe thing has taken on a life of its own and it's even more than I thought. So of course CZ tweets out that funds are safe right away. For most people in the community, they found out that Binance was hacked from Binance. Binance said we're going to withdraw or withdrawals and deposits closed for a week. You can still trade during that week if you want to, but realize that we aren't 100% sure that we found all of these people. So in theory, that could affect the trades that you make. Okay, well, that's fine. He, the the Seifu part was, was a joke because of how he pronounced safe back in the day. What I didn't know was they created an entire fund called the Seifu Fund. And so the, I guess uh, right around June, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jang, uh, Jang uh, let's see, says seven Some 14. month with a J in it. Yeah, so July, July of 2018. I don't know why I was saying June. So July of 2018, they are, ever since that point, they started allocating 10% of all trades to the Seifu Fund. And the Seifu Fund stands for the Secure Asset Fund for Users. And the whole point is it's an emergency fund in the case that there's a hack on their exchange. It appears, that as long as Binance isn't lying, that this is entirely user-created. That people got fished, people were using bad API keys, and they are covering it all anyways. Like, they, there's no other exchange that will cover you if you're hacked. And it's going to sound like I'm really blowing CZ over the course of this episode. But I really do believe that Binance is the safest place for your funds if you're on an exchange. That doesn't mean that it's the safest place for your funds. And, and there's people going crazy on crypto Twitter like, 
Oh, look at all these people that said Binance was safe. I said it was the safest option. I didn't say it was safe. So the funds are safe on Binance. You can be fairly certain that your money's okay on there. You can't be 100% certain. You can't be 100% certain anywhere, but it's a magnitude higher, your certainty on Binance versus anywhere else. So my rule, and I would imagine Adam agrees with this. I'm sure he's heard us say this rule before. I don't keep any amount of money on an exchange that would affect me emotionally if it was gone. Now, I'm a little bit weird as far as emotions and money, so the amount of money that would affect me emotionally is probably a significantly higher percentage of my net worth than most people because poker has desensitized me to loss and risk and all of that. But there are some people, like Kareem, who if he lost $5 because of a hack would lose sleep over it. So he doesn't keep any money on exchanges at all. And, you know, some of us keep it on there. Some of us don't. But what you choose is your own personal choice. You can keep $50,000 on there, $100,000, $200,000. As long as if you woke up in the morning and that money was zero, it wouldn't affect you emotionally. You wouldn't be suicidal. You wouldn't be depressed. You would just be like, eh, all right. Lost some money. Yep. And uh, did you happen to see someone? So this is a uh, interesting little development that Justin's son oh, God. also got involved because he's because, you know, there's always got to be a Tron. He can't not up there. He can't not. And he said to support Binance, he will personally deposit 7000 Bitcoin worth of USDT into Binance to buy whatever, like, you know, if CZ agrees. So then CZ doesn't agree, but it's kind of like an empty promise or an empty uh, offer because I I didn't actually check the timestamps on it. It's possible that CZ said that it's already recovered before this actually, before he actually tweeted it. Also, there's, it's such, like, we could have offered that and CZ would have been like, no. You know, so yes. it, it just, they were not, they were never going to accept anything because they have a fund for this. So it's kind and, of. An and also, problem. reread that tweet. It's not like he offered to donate 7,000 Bitcoin to them to cover their loss. He said he would deposit 7,000 Bitcoin worth of Tether into their, into their uh, platform so that he could buy coins. It was not like, here you go. Think about what think about what that says about Justin Sun's mind. It says to that him, he has not listened to our last flagship Friday. Episode. No. And it also says that he thinks that just having the money, even though that money's going around purchasing other things, it's the same thing as him donating it and not buying anything. Think about that from like a Ponzi scheme perspective. Like, if he if Justin Sun's mindset is, oh, all Binance needs is 7,000 Bitcoin, and this is all fine, and then I can buy coins, and everything is cool. That means that the fact that the Bitcoin's missing doesn't even factor into his mind. He just thinks that it's, that it's fine. By the way, one of the coins that he listed was Tron. So he's saying, <laughs> don't worry about it, CZ. I'll put 7,000 Bitcoin worth of Tether, which is going to blow up in the next week or whatever the fuck anyways and i'm gonna buy some coins he listed a few one of which was tron so he's gonna go buy his own coin 
with the thing that he's pretending to donate to Binance to look good. So good on CZ for telling him that he's good. Uh, bad on CZ for not telling him that he's a fucking troll and to shut up. Bad on <laughs> Justin Sun for thinking that just putting money on the exchange is enough because it's not. And it, it doesn't do anything. That's just, <laughs> we can be like, you know what, CZ? I'm going to put $100 on there and buy Cardano with that in support of you. All it gets him is the fucking trading fees. It doesn't get him anything else. Yeah. 10 of 10% of which have to go to the SAFU fund anyways. There we go. See, you didn't even know that Justin Sun got involved. I came in there and we got a good brand uh, rant. Justin, Justin Sun, of course. So, so again, to CZ's credit, they went right on. They had an AMA scheduled on Twitter. They went right on with that despite the community attacking them. There are people in the community that are basically saying this was expected because of the Bitfinex situation. Which has gotten worse, by the way. We'll tackle that in like full, full view on Flagship Friday. But the situation with Bitfinex has been altered, and now it appears you cannot withdraw any fiat from that exchange anymore. And the fees for getting rid of your crypto are pretty hefty. So getting off of Bitfinex is pretty rough right now. So people postulated that Binance would be getting hacked very quickly in the near future. But the problem is that works with the other exchanges when they're like, oh, we got hacked. Sorry, we're closing down. See you later. Binance is just like, yeah, all you fuckers gave away your passwords and we got hacked. So yeah, we'll cover it. We got you. Did you see that there were uh, not only Justin Sun though, but uh, there were uh, multiple exchanges that were kind of uh, working together with Binance to refuse that address from uh, and you being able to use any to deposit any funds, and, right? Uh, so this is uh, this is actually standard practice. Some others, yeah. It, it's standard practice, and it's a good practice. I like it. A lot of people are going to be against it. They're going to say, you know, well, I have freedom, freedom. And if it was Monero, it wouldn't work or whatever. But what what happens is when the exchanges get hacked, all the other exchanges agree we're not touching that money. And that's the point of fungible versus non-fungible. So if you want your money to be equal to all other money, using like Monero or a Dash Instant Send or something like that is something you need to do as opposed to just transferring Bitcoin. Now, nobody knows who this is that took the Bitcoin, but they do know what wallet it is. So those UTXOs are going to be flagged basically by every exchange for the rest of time. And therefore, that money is only worth it if they can find a way to send it to another person. Um, and then if you happen to be that person, maybe you can speak up and help everybody track down who the actual hackers, group, person, whatever it is, are. But, yeah, yeah, that this is good on all the exchanges. Uh, Coinbase was helping. Um, you know, CZ actually tweeted out, like, a bunch of thank yous to everybody who's been helping him. You could, there, 33 minutes ago, they did their AMA. They did, they did it with... Uh, Oh, 3,000 viewers, so you can go watch that. Check the show notes for He's that. still going, the, the... I think. Oh, he is. He is still yeah. going. It started 33 minutes ago, so we're actually brought... <laughs> we're actually doing our... You know what? Maybe I should just release this without editing it so that we beat so that we beat CZ out. I might even do that. How do you feel about that? I don't have a problem either way. Whatever you, All you right. think. 
maybe maybe we'll just do a quick clean of this audio and get it out there and try to get it done before CZ's done answering these questions. So I'm sure there's some really really good answers that he's given. Um and and there's some very good information there on the periscope thing. I wish we could actually listen to it. Um but the but periscope gave thing special- is just a standard a weekly thing, you know, so he might not be covering too much of the hack with that. I'm not sure. Well, he, I, I would imagine he's not shying away from it either. And he's yeah. probably only, there's only so much that he can say unless he wants to talk smack about Justin Sun, which of course we're going to take every opportunity to do. But, did uh, you see, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but did you see the, uh, what they said was that the, Hackers may still control certain user accounts and may use those to influence prices in the meantime. They're going to monitor the situation closely, but it's going to take about a week, one week until they are able to figure all of this out. But still, the fact that they can, right. you know, mon- influence prices, the good thing is, is that they can't really cash out, I don't think, right? I mean, there's no, like, they, they know the address now, so... Yeah, well, and also everything's frozen, so they can't cash out anyways. There's no in or out. And yeah. when CZ says this, he's not saying this as in, like, we don't even know what's going on, guys. He's saying, like, we're tracking them down. We think we've gotten all the accounts, but until we know how they did the hack, we can't be certain that we've got everything, And which is very important for anybody who's continuing to trade on there. So if these... Bad actors are on there messing around. They don't particularly care if they get banned from Binance. They can manipulate prices. They can do whatever they want. And if they've got any X number of thousands of Bitcoin on there, you don't know what kind of damage they could cause. So take the Binance trading prices for the next few days with a grain of salt. Their team's working overtime on it, I'm sure. But And in the meantime, if you needed... like why you don't no one really need it doesn't seem like a necessity that you have to be trading on there you know no 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 if if you've got money on there i would just wait this out this isn't yeah. uh if you're actively trading don't because one you shouldn't be actively trading anyways but two if you were there's good chance that your data is going to be corrupted by any possible people still left on this exchange that are still acting trying to find a way to dump this money um, and who knows what they who knows what they think they have to do to launder that. But if they have it on there, if you, if everything else got caught, and let's say you've got another 500 Bitcoin on there, you're going to spread that out amongst as many accounts as you can and try to make it look as normal as you can to get whatever percentage of it you can off of there. So, um, so you know, I'm, I'm not even sure leaving trading open was a good idea, but they are at least cognizant of the fact that closing the trading would look really bad. So, all in all, this is just another, in my opinion, tick in Binance's win category, despite the fact that they just lost $42 million. They they lost $42 million of their own volition because people got hacked and they said, don't worry, we got you covered. Um, they They have covered everything. They've done everything right, as far as I can tell. And it's just another reminder that even when being handled the best, you don't have access to your money for the next week on Binance. You just don't because it's not your keys. It's not your crypto. So keep that in mind. And if you're on an exchange, if you're on an exchange, you have to know this is a possibility. Yep. You could just get shut down for a week or or longer, or you could just get Mt. Goxed or whatever. So 
I don't think Binance is Mt. Goxing anybody anytime soon, but always is a non-zero possibility. You you just don't have, you're going through someone else. You don't have 100% control over your funds because you're giving someone else your funds. That's the whole point. Regardless of how how safe you think Binance is, whether you think it's 99.9% safe, it's not 100% safe. And you can always there. There's just a lot of variables that can happen. I mean, their system. Who knows? You know, their website can go down. That that's a very simple thing, right there. You know, websites down, or even when like in to, late 2017, everyone was signing up for uh, accounts on a lot of these different web, uh, accounts, especially yep. Binance, and they were just overflow. It, it was flooded. They couldn't scale. So a lot of these, the Kraken had so much trouble just even logging into your account. So there's a lot of things that can happen and you just need to be wary. But ultimately, yeah, like Brent said, it, I would say that I feel comfortable saying Binance is the safest of the exchanges, but it, it is, that does not make it safe. Like something can be, yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're choosing the least of all evils. And maybe their DEX is even safer. You know, we, we, we're seeing that kind of mature at this point, and it probably is safer, but we don't know if their security measures are as good on their DEX. We know they've caught all these hacks, or they've at least covered them. Um, you know, some something like Kraken. Kraken has never been hacked. Uh, they're just not nearly as big as Binance. They're not as big as a target, but uh, they've, they've never been hacked. That's a big claim to fame. When I did, I interviewed to work with them at one point. Uh, they, they very smartly turned me down, but... They did mention in the interview they've never been hacked and they wanted to test my knowledge on security issues to see if I fit that vision. So that's it. That's our basic blitz. We're going to get this out probably right now. I'm probably just going to clean this audio real fast and then throw this up with an intro. We're not going to edit it. All our ums, our likes, you knows, stutters that you're used to not having on an episode, they're going to be in this one. So don't hold us to that standard. You have anything to say before we sign off? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, just, yeah, damn it. I'm saying us and ums and whatever. We're signing <laughs> off. This was a good episode. I got to go before I say more of that shit. Sorry about whoever got hacked by Binance, but hopefully it didn't affect any of our listeners. And yeah, let's uh, be safe out there. Or safe. Nice. And of course, we're not financial advisors. Anything that we say just comes from the mouth of idiots we don't really know anything all investments have inherent risk please do your own research like us on wherever and join our discord and subscribe and all that stuff all right thanks everybody bye